Hello and welcome to the Intersection Podcast. My name is Dr. Robert Grand, and today we will be examining the fifth step. talking about the fifth step of the life recovery program, which is admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. So the overarching law that applies to this um, step is confession will result in healing. And James 5.16, it says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Um, It is not for forgiveness of sins, but rather for healing to occur. And often uh, people that come into life recovery programs have dealt with some type of uh, spiritual pride, perhaps. Um, Maybe it's uh, resentment. It could be shame. It could be fear. It could be all of the above. And these um, negative emotions that we hold on to tend to block the Holy Spirit from operating fully in our lives. So the intention of the fifth step in the Christian context is to confess these things to another person that we trust, a sponsor, a friend, a pastor, a counselor, so that we can get it out into the light so that Jesus Christ can heal us from these things that have held us back for far too long. So the common sentiment is there's no reason why I can't admit these things to the Lord and then just move on. That's a common sentiment among Christians. And it is so not the best approach at all. In fact, this kind of uh, thinking will keep us stuck in these negative emotions. There's something very, very powerful about admitting things that have uh, troubled us, that have created difficulty in our lives um, for far too long. And uh, when we get to that point of surrender um, through the steps, realizing, first of all, that there's a problem, and then understanding that God can help us, surrendering, and then writing down these things that troubled us, and then finally to the fifth step, where we admit these things to another human being and God, and um, we cannot remove that step of another human being. We can't just focus on admitting these things to God. Um, There's a healing property, as James 5.16 states. So what about addictions? So in addictions, the, the number one offender is resentments. And, uh, Alcoholics, addicts tend to hold on to these situations and they may not even see where their behavior has contributed to a problem. And that's part of this uh, fifth step as well, illuminating these areas that um, we may have a blind spot in. Um, A skilled sponsor, counselor, pastor that's been through the steps before can identify these things that um, and shed light on these things that perhaps 
have contributed to our problems. So resentment is huge in addictions, and we tend to drink or use at other people. Um, this happens so often, we hear it in meetings all the time. And so codependency is another uh, area that has its own specific um, problem areas. And um, there's a great variance of, of emotion that tangle up an individual. And, and there's usually some type of vacillation of being loved and then betrayed repeatedly. Well, this will take the sanest person and create quite a bit of neurosis. And uh, the vacillation and the inconsistency in love can really drive people crazy. And uh, these things need to be talked about. And sometimes uh, the emotion of uh, resentment comes up again very strongly, or perhaps it's shame because you know, there's abnormal things going on in the family and there tends to be, want to be a, a, a cover-up of some sort to um, try to make things look good to the outside world. But really deep down, there's deep-seated shame involved with that. So another thing that can come out of the fifth step with a, with a skilled sponsor is creating boundaries in our life. You know, chances are uh, an addict or an alcoholic may not change. And sometimes they change when another family member change. It increases the chances of recovery when somebody suffering from codependency doesn't about face and starts to change their life in a positive way. It gets the attention of the alcoholic or addict. So once again, creating boundaries is going to help a person to uh, make that distinctive, to show other people um, that they mean business and they're not going to be walked on anymore. And if you do this, this is the consequence. And this is the exact thing that many families need, the exact thing that maybe an alcoholic or addict needs. They need to feel the sting of what's gone on in their life, what they're creating within the family. So how about trauma? So this can be very complex in nature and there's many negative emotions associated with that. And so the fifth step can be a very effective way of uncovering these toxic emotions that they may not even be aware of. Discovering God's love for them and discarding the lies of the enemy, the adversary, is critical to come back into full relationship with Christ. Many times we build up walls with trauma and the person is completely unaware of it. And really, the intent is to keep themselves safe because something very, very bad has happened in their life. And there could be shame and resentment involved in this situation as well. They may feel survivor's guilt if the uh, tragic circumstance involved other people. It can also involve resentment because there may be an offender that has afflicted the person with trauma and they're having a hard time letting go of that. So in all of these circumstances, at some level, we need to deal with the grieving process. And this is a good step 
to um, go in the right direction in the grieving process. We need to admit what's gone on in our life, realize what's happened, and then move on to the steps six and seven, which we'll talk about later. So I hope this has been helpful to you. And my prayer is that each and every one that's heard this, it touched you in a special way for your specific, specific problem. And may God bless you until next time. Thank you for joining us on this really, really uh, valuable fifth step. Um, next time, we're going to be talking about step six and uh, getting into those starting blocks for the rest of the 12-step recovery program.